I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm willing to work as hard as I can. There is no past, there's no future, there's just this moment right here. If I did that, if I can get through that, like, come at me. Changing how I saw myself, like, as a man, not just as, as an athlete. It's okay that I struggle. It's okay, that's part of the deal. It's how I responded. This is the Limitless Athlete Podcast. I'm Tom Foxley, founder of Mindset RX and your host. And today I'm going to be, well, basically I put this together because I have heard so many times in the last two weeks that someone's mindset is an exhausting emotional roller coaster. Um, I'm speaking to so many athletes who are just completely drained and basically knackered by the constant pressure the constant stress of trying to perform and not having their mind line up to where it needs to be, where it wants to be. And they're pressuring themselves to perform well, and they're pressuring themselves to kind of meet these standards of expectations that they want to hit, but they just can't do it. And they're also trying to combine this with like, it's not like they're a full-time athlete and it's their job. They're a full-time athlete and it's kind of a part-time job because they're either kind of semi-sponsored athletes which is a rarity but more usually they've got a full-time job as well or they're a parent or they've got like these whole other combination of things going on in their lives and this thing that was supposed to be fun enjoyable um like progression based and meaningful has become exhausting and it's these kind of thoughts of is it even worth it like is all this effort even worth? Is the stress of competition and feeling like a failure in that competition and the comparison and the emotional turmoil I put myself through, is that all worth it? And we've just been taking on applications for our case study that we're running at the moment. And it's actually just like as of about two hours ago, we've closed up, like completely filled up with spaces. But I've heard because of those applications so many times in the last two weeks, some version of that story, like we, like it's so common for people to feel this pressure um, and to never inevitably match up to their potential because this emotional roller coaster is so distracting from what's really important and it's creating so much self-doubt and it's creating this perfectionism. So I want you to know you don't have to live like that. That is optional. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but that doesn't mean your emotions run out of control. It doesn't mean you can't control your thoughts and it doesn't mean that you don't have to settle for less than you actually want. You just need the tools and the techniques and the strategies to deal with that. And in this podcast, I'm going to explain to you four of those. So the first thing, dropping the pressure. Yes, pressure creates diamonds, but pressure also destroys athletic performances and mental health. Um, and pressure can ruin ruin an athletic career too. So yes, pressure is useful, but the right amount of pressure. You're in this constant tipping point between a lack of pressure and not enough pressure, so you're not pushing, 
but too not going too far as well like because you're too much pressure like well you know what that feels like if you're listening to this podcast and it's interesting to you like you've got to find that balancing point and most athletes are way too far on the i've got to pressure myself i've got to push myself like lofty aims lofty ambitions they're all good they're all valuable to you but it's the right amount of those if you think back to your best performances ever they felt like freedom they felt like openness like you could just it was effortless effort wasn't it it wasn't force it wasn't this kind of stress it was an openness a freedom and almost like playing kind of texture to it and like think about how it felt like the physicality of that feeling like it didn't feel like constricted or tight or heavy or lethargic did it? it felt like light and free and open and like like i said effortless effort that's the thing that marks great performances from from average performances the way you have to drop this pressure or the, the way it's not in the way you have to you can you can do what you want the way i teach athletes to drop that pressure is by stopping their obsession with the outcome so many times we're thinking okay perfect example it's the open right now i've got to rank at this percentile i've got to hit this time in my split time i've got to do this and if that doesn't happen perfectly and i don't match that outcome then i am screwed i'm just going to give up or i'm going to stress out or it's a sign that i'm not good enough really we have to become process obsessed we have to become so interested with the intricate details of the workout the success just handles itself so if we use the burpee pull-ups in 23.2 once we get to that set of like 25 or 30 like that's where most people really struggled with this um and it's because they're thinking of a set of 30 even one burpee pull-up at that point is way too much to think about if you're trying to maintain the pace you because the rep is so long you have to break that down to small steps so Instead of thinking, okay, another whole rep, that's going to take forever. Hands on the floor, jump your feet back, chest down, press up, step up, jump and pull up. Like those are your steps. You can talk yourself through those. And because those decisions that you're making create presence and the present gives you the ability to make the decisions rather than thinking about, oh, I've got to do a whole rep at once. So we want to be able to let the pressure wash over you rather than just being like, battered down by it over and over again like i've applied this in my own life with um, actually coaching athletes on their mindset i used to feel this huge amount of pressure to um to have the perfect mindset coaching session with every single athlete to deliver the perfect program um and this kind of i had this outcome in mind of what it should look like what happened is i became so obsessed with the outcome that i'd lose track of the process going into it and I needed to do what I do now, which is basically have a set checklist of what I'm trying to do in each each uh, coaching session. And instead of getting distracted now, I know I run through my checklist. I go through that, and it's obviously different for each athlete at different stages, but I've got my markers, and therefore I can work on the process. And actually, my quality of coaching has ramped up like tenfold in this time because I'm more interested in the process of coaching rather than the outcome. So we have to think about the process obsess over the small details rather than the outcome step number two in letting this emotional roller coaster go is letting go of perfection perfection really is the enemy of good and to succeed as an athlete you actually don't need to be perfect all the time like you barely need to be excellent all the time 
You just have to be good enough most of the time. That is really that consistency and the simplicity is what creates success, not these random, um, fortunate, explorative um, bursts of like perfection. We want to be taking steps forwards. And the reality is, perfection is a bit of an illusion, it doesn't really exist. No matter, like, because the closer we get toward it, the more we can analyze the small ways that we didn't match up to it. So if you're aiming at perfection, you're always going to fail. This and it's never ending, never achieving goalposts that constantly moves back. So we need something more achievable, more attainable, which is progress. Progress, no matter how good you are, um, sorry, no matter how good you are, no matter how bad you are, progress is always available to you. It doesn't matter if you've just had an injury, it doesn't matter if you're at the CrossFit Games, it doesn't matter if you um, have just had a setback in the middle of an open workout, that is always available to you. You can aim at progress and it moves with you as you grow. It's the perfect target and you can enact progress in every single moment. And the irony is that by letting go of perfection and embracing your imperfections, which is a key part of this, you'll get far closer to perfection than you ever would if you're just aiming at it because you're aiming at excellence and your progression towards it. Like right now, I'm working, um, like playing a fair amount of golf and I'm getting lessons of this amazing coach, Duncan Moore, actually. Like it's, it's really interesting to, and like a, a privilege to be gifted the kind of, um, the ability to work with a coach who's so, um, so interest in the process of this, and we we just talk about the process. But part of this is letting go of the the perfection of I've got to hit a perfect golf shot every single time. You've got to give yourself room for maneuver, and it's not just am I trending up on each and every shot. It's what's my average over the last hundred shots. Is that moving? That's the thing. That's the key average. Is my average round of golf improving over the last five rounds? For you as an athlete, a CrossFit athlete probably listening to this, are you improving as an athlete over the last three months? Compared to last year, are you improving? Are you growing? Is your approach to nutrition improving in regards to that? And that's what we need to get to. This 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 interest with like really want to get to imperfection, like embracing your imperfection as an athlete. That's how you can grow. The third thing we need to do is essentially stop being disrupted by your mental state. Most of us live in this world where we have a mental state, so we experience an emotion or we experience a thought or we have a physical sensation and we instantly capitulate to it. We give in, like we're pushed around by emotions the whole time. And the difference between a trained mindset and an untrained mindset is how non-reactive you are to those thoughts and emotions. And to grow... You've got to learn to put this distance between where you live and your emotions. You've got to be able to observe them without reacting to them rather than just being like immersed in them the whole time. There's this major milestone that I hit with so many athletes and it's like, it's the one that I'm aiming for in like kind of the second phase of working with people. And that's for them to say something along the lines of, oh, I wasn't reacting to that thought. I could I could see it clearly for the first time. I wasn't being pushed around by it. There's something in that. Like I was my mind was telling me to stop, but I just didn't care. I'd carried on doing what I wanted to. And this is such an important stage of awareness that we can grow to. There's two awesome ways that I like to introduce this. One of them is free journaling, just writing down whatever thoughts come to mind, because that teaches you that you're not in control of them. You're not generating. There's not something wrong with you because you're experiencing those thoughts. It's just thoughts, just random 
mental chatter. Like you're not in control of the origin of those. And the second one is meditation. And I use this in a kind of a few ways with athletes, but the most challenging way to do this, and definitely the most rewarding though, is simply sit with your thoughts, close your eyes for like set a time for five minutes, close your eyes and try and watch each thought come up. Like there's nothing to do just watch the thoughts you don't have to achieve a mental state you don't have to settle the mind you just have to see without necessarily chasing each thought just just see what that's like to feel it and eventually what this leads to is well actually i had an athlete um just last week talking about 23.2 and she said to me something like i heard the same old thoughts but i didn't react to them i didn't hear them anymore and it's like they're still there but you're not you're tuning them out and she actually had the best open performance, the best open experience of her life because she chose that non-reactivity and she'd practiced it. So the goal here is to stop being disrupted by your mental, emotional state. And then fourth, which is like, I was I didn't know whether to include this or not because we say it the whole time, but I think that's exactly why we need to include this because too many athletes that I'm encountering and before i work with them they've completely lost the fun of training like this started out as an adventure for you or it started out as motivation or it started out as community support like training is going to be difficult at points you're going to get injured you're going to have tough spots you're going to have slow progress like training is not all unicorns and rainbows training is difficult like you're doing it because it's difficult to a degree and that is what is inherently valuable in it it's part of the journey, the difficulty. You're not going to avoid that. But you want to find what's fun and meaningful in your training. Like, So think back to the beginning of your journey. Like, Was it the adventure of not knowing how it's going to go? The kind of like, what's it going to feel like? Was it the like, maybe it's an ego thing of like, oh, I'm doing something tougher than everyone else. Like, was it like just the pure difficulty of the experience was it like the community like was it feeling strong and empowered by this movement that you're now doing rather than the old way of training like what was it that was so engaging and fun and meaningful to you and like once you make that a priority once or maybe once every fortnight or maybe once a week that is going to massively help you just get off that emotional stress and like part of this can be like training for something fun like if you have just been CrossFit, 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 switch that over. Try something new. Like, try a sport that you haven't done. Like, go back to an old sport that you used to love. Like, it's actually going to give you, I think, a, a whole lot more benefit than you realize. Just doing it even lightly and in a non-committed way. Like, find the fun with that, and then find the fun within CrossFit as well. Find the fun within whatever your difficult sport is that you're embarking on. Like, and this is so. I mean, I've, I remember this time that. So post Royal Marines training, I like I'm naturally a pretty good runner. That's my that's my jam. I'm long legs and that kind of like um, ectomorph body. Like that's what I naturally do. And I used to love running. It was my free time. It was the place where I got some like thinking. I know some of you are listening to this. Like Tom, you're mad. Like no one likes running, but I genuinely love running. It's my thinking space. It's my like previously it was actually one of the main things that got me away from being a very stressed anxious kid to being able to move towards kind of a calmer mindset was getting out and running more frequently it was enjoyable with space it was time to myself without music without podcasts just out like in the rain i remember this one time just like pouring down with rain and like and just laughing to myself like no one else is doing this this is crazy but it was really enjoyable to me and 
then going through Royal Marines training, guess what? You do a lot of running. And I completely lost love with it. Um, it was so performance driven, so outcome driven that I had to take some time off it. And eventually I was like, I'm not enjoying anything around running. I'm not really enjoying training anymore. I just found myself like captivated by the urge to go running again. And instead of just, I was living in London at the time, instead of just running up and down the canals, which for me is like dirty air, it's not really enjoyable. I just got the train to the furthest tube stop that I could get and just started running, went on an adventure because I realized it was the adventure that was fun to me. And you have to find your equivalent. And in my opinion, this is what you should be doing. Like I'm not necessarily saying that I'm right here, but it's what I encourage my athletes to do is find the the motivating factor, find the what is enjoyable to you as part of it. And that is going to drive you forwards. That is what's going to help you become successful. So wrapping up here, like regain the fun, stop being disrupted by your mental state, drop the perfection and drop the pressure too. And that's going to help you have a little less emotional kind of emotionality within this, this training plan that you're in within this phase of life. And it is naturally exhausting this, this journey you're on. But if you implement those steps, I think that you'll start to move forwards as an athlete and develop a more peaceful, chilled out mindset, and that will massively help. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd massively appreciate it if you headed to Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen to this, and with one tap of the thumb, 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 leave a five-star review. I'd massively appreciate it, um, and it'd mean the world to me, and hopefully you'd be helping someone else in their journey too. (laughs) 